listening to Best Served Cold, a Born Millennials podcast. The Australian true crime podcast where we drink wine and talk about crime. Formerly Egypt's 36th most popular true crime podcast, hosted by Tama J and Laura Lease. Sit down, relax, grab a drink and enjoy this week's episode. Hello. Hello. Welcome to On The Rocks. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Little short mini episode at the end of the week to round things off for you guys. Just a nice little sidecar, a little yeah. shooter, a little shot to It's time to celebrate. Weekend off. Have a little drink. We're joined, um, special guest. Uh, we have Pi with us. Oh, I was like, who's the special guest? Um, we did have Toffee two seconds ago and she's she pissed off away. because I wouldn't p- pat her. Uh, but we are joined by the big, fluffy, big black chungus. and white. Big Chungus. He's come to say hello. Hello, mate. But yeah, welcome to an episode of On The Rock. So if you're new around here, each Friday we do a shorter episode where we cover cases that may not have necessarily received as much press coverage. So i.e. there's not as much information to discuss or just kind of cases where it was a one-off crime. So there's maybe not as much info to kind of pad out a a whole 30-minute discussion. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Tama, would you like to kick us off today? Yeah, why not? Let's do it. So I am talking about a TikToker, actually. Um, his name is Ali Abulaban, who um, goes by the name of Jin Kid on TikTok. He has over 940,000 followers on TikTok. Um, so not an, an unknown person, a pretty well-known Guy, um, how I actually found out about this person um, is ages ago, um, their content mostly consists of like doing characters or like impressions, funny sort of things. Their most popular thing is impersonations of NPCs from the game Skyrim. Mm-hmm. NPC is a non-playable character. They're like characters you interact with as a player. In the game, because it's a really, kind of an old game, there's this kind of goofy thing where, like, the NPCs will, uh, on approaching them, they'll talk to you. They'll have a line of dialogue. Yeah. And they're just doing random things like eating a block of cheese or they'll be, like, sitting down and then sit back up. Yeah. And then sit back down. So, his content would be, like, doing that and it'd be, like, Skyrim IRL POV kind of thing. Mm. He did that as well as impersonations of Scarface, um, Donald Trump, Barack Obama, Takashi 69 um, He also has a YouTube channel, which is where I found him from his YouTube videos, which has over 170 subscribers. Um, so basically, Ali, Ali is 29 and he was married to his wife, Anna, who is 28 and also has a TikTok. Recently or somewhat recently, Anna wanted a divorce from Ali and on October 18th, she asked him to move out of their apartment in San Diego. Now, together they have a daughter um, and I think on that day, um, Ali moved out and checked into a hotel in on uh, October 18th, the same day that she asked him to move out. So, supposedly back in September... Anna had called the police due to Ali pushing her over and hurting her. And uh, this wasn't the only time that he was violent against her, apparently. And as a restraining order was never filed um, that we, we know of, mm. um, she was supposedly in the works of filing one around the time she was working on this divorce. So Ali checks into a hotel on Mission Beach and without Anna's knowledge, he secretly makes a, or has another key for the apartment. So red flag already. Oh, yeah. 
He soon begin. He soon begins stalking Anna, and he eventually breaks into their back into their apartment on October twenty first, or a couple of days later. While he's there, he vandalizes the home and installs an app onto his daughter's iPad that allows him to remotely listen in to the iPad. Which creepy. We're not going super creepy. This is not going well so far. The afternoon, he goes back home or back to his hotel rather, and he hears voices through the app. He makes out the voice of his wife and she is conversing and laughing with a man that she doesn't recognize. So soon after hearing this, he returns back to the apartment, this time with a loaded gun. The man who was with Anna was with was her friend Rayburn Cardenas Baron, and he was aged 29. Ali enters the apartment and shoots Baron three times, once in the neck, one in his cheek, and one in his back. After killing Baron, he turns to Anna and shoots her once in the head. Ali then drove his five-year-old daughter's to his five-year-old daughter's school and told her that he had quote hurt mum. He then called his own mother and confessed fully to both of the murders. And while he was driving with his daughter in the car, he actually called police and supposedly this is where he confessed his crimes to them as well. And about forty-five minutes minutes later, he pulled over to the side of State Route Fifteen and the police arrested him. His daughter was taken into protective custody and despite. All of this, despite confessing to his mother and supposedly confessing to police, he has maintained that he is not guilty to any of the charges. Jesus, are you serious? Yeah, legit. Yep. He's currently being held without bail on uh, at San, San, uh, San Diego Central Jail, and if he's found guilty, he faces life in prison with no chance of parole. Supposedly, there is another court hearing which is happening today um, in America, obviously, so I think it's happening right now. Yeah. Um, wow. As of this recording, the 28th of October for us, um, the same date for America. Mm. Uh, and the preliminary hearing is scheduled for January 5th, 2022. Something extremely creepy that I want to mention is hours before he would commit the shooting on October 21st, he posted a video to his Facebook doing an impression of both the characters, Tony Montana and John Wick. Which... Yeah. That is fucked up. And that's that's Ali. That's it. So this is someone that I I knew this person. I didn't know them personally or Followed them. wasn't really following them. I didn't know their name, but I knew right. them from their videos. Like how I said, yeah. big fan of Skyrim. I like the videos. Yeah. Um, wow. Huge following on TikTok. Fucking murdered his wife. That's wild. Yeah. Insane. Um, so yeah. And so this is happening... This happened literally days yeah, ago. Yeah, it's happening like now. It's happening right now. Yeah. So this this case is as fresh as can be. Like it's literally happening this month. Jesus. Um, and so the trial is happening as we speak right now. Um, I think because he pled not guilty, it's sort of extended. If obviously, everyone involved, the family, whatnot, are mm. probably fucking destroyed. It's insane. But yeah, that's... Wow. That's Jim Kid, yeah, which I imagine the fucking TikTok will promptly be taken down if it hasn't already, but... I don't know if, like, they're allowed to, though. That's the thing. Like, I don't know if TikTok can just... I, don't, I mean, I don't know. It might they be. They can. Yeah. The, there is, which we'll probably talk about one day, a, a TikTok profile called Jonathan G, which I won't spoil anything because it's a very interesting case that I might go into one day, but due to the the what it led to, it got taken down. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, that's my case. 
Wow, very Next, cool. Let's well, dive I'm right into yours. Jumping back in time. Oh, okay. So I'll be talking about the story of the disappearance of Tavish Sutton. So on March 9th, 1993, nurses checked the room of baby Tavish Sutton. Tavish was living with foster parents at the time as his mother, Wanda, suffered from schizophrenia and so she was deemed unfit by the state to keep Tavish as well as her three other children. So they were taken into foster care. So Tavish was taken from his mother at just one week old and his first few weeks with his foster parents passed by completely uneventfully. They seemed to love him. He seemed very happy. At one month old, he was admitted to Grady Memorial Hospital as he needed a very minor surgical procedure on an abscess that he developed. Right. Uh, but due to his age, because he's only about a month old at this time, he's kept over the weekend just for observation to make mm-hmm. sure he doesn't get an infection. Very Obviously, typical. very susceptible to yep. things at that age. So he's placed in a semi-private room in the pediatric section with one other uh, infant. And the last time his foster, foster parents saw him, he was sleeping peacefully. Nurses did rounds every 15 minutes, checking the infants to ensure they were doing well. At 6.45 a.m. on uh, March 9th, a nurse checks Tavish and finds both him and the other infant in the room sleeping peacefully. When the same nurse returns 15 minutes later, Tavish was gone without a trace. So after frantically checking with other staff to just ensure, you know, someone hadn't, like he wasn't crying, Mm -hmm. so someone's picked him up and is walking him around the hospital or he had an appointment or a checkup that just hadn't been noted down correctly, it becomes apparent that he has been taken. So Atlanta Police Department are immediately notified, as are his foster parents. The suspicion obviously immediately falls on his biological mother, Wanda, but she's quickly ruled out as she has also been in hospital admitted for her schizophrenia. So she was literally not capable. Not only did she not know that Tavish was in the hospital, but she was also in hospital herself. Mm -hmm. Wanda's family are also interviewed, but they too are eventually ruled out. Police also interview the family of the baby that Tavish had been sharing the room with, but they are also subsequently cleared after questioning. Police appeal to the public, telling people to look out for any friends or neighbours who suddenly have new babies with them. It's like, wow, I didn't even know Cheryl next door was pregnant and now she has a baby. Yeah, there's screaming coming from next door. Also paired with this by the fact that at this stage Tavish is a month old, so they're saying you know, look out for someone who has a, quote, newborn that doesn't look like they're a newborn. Tavish was quite big for his age as well. Ah, interesting. They're like, if someone's saying that they have a newborn baby and it looks older, Mm -hmm. please let us know. After eight days with no signs of Tavish, police are officially worried, fearing that someone has taken him from the hospital to masquerade as their own child, potentially a woman who'd been lying to her spouse about being pregnant and had been waiting around the pediatric unit right. for a baby to be unoccupied that she could essentially take home as her own. So in the state where Tavish goes missing, there's also something where if you have a home birth, you can go to the county clerk and apply for a home birth certificate. So police are also concerned that someone has taken Tavish and they're going to go to the county clerk and be like, yeah, I had, I just had a home birth. I need to get his birth certificate. And essentially then get away with the crime forever because they've got an entirely different birth certificate. So police note that the average return rate for these types of kidnappings is 65% and normally occurs within two days of the abduction. However, at this stage, it's been eight days. 
On March 19th, police released sketches of two women that they were interested in talking to in relation to the case. One woman being seen carrying a baby out of the hospital around the same time Tavish went missing and another woman who had been seen kind of loitering on the floor where he was uh, being kept for observation. However, these women were never identified, never found, never questioned, and a month after his abduction, police were no closer to finding the baby. The speed in which babies change at this age made it all the more difficult. Having only been a month old when he disappeared, at this stage, Tavish has technically doubled in age and depending on how fast he'd grown could look completely different Mm -hmm. the fbi eventually gets involved interviewing hundreds of people during the first few weeks of the investigation a ten thousand dollar reward is offered for any information leading to the recovery of tavish and flyers are posted all over the area despite all of this though relatively few tips are actually even received let alone credible leads and tavish's whereabouts remains unknown with all leads exhausted the case soon goes cold two years after his disappearance tavish's birth mother wanda sues the hospital for negligence and is eventually awarded out of court six hundred thousand dollars Five years after his disappearance, a rough-aged composite sketch is released to the public. However, no credible leads are found. And as of today, the case of missing baby Tavish Sutton remains completely unsolved. Wow, what a tease. So they have no idea if he was abducted by someone and is quite happily living his life, not knowing how he came, you know, thinking that the parents are his birth parents. They don't know if he passed away because they were saying there was a, a very high risk of infection for a baby that young, so close to having as minor surgery as it was at that age. You yeah. basically have no immune system. Well, and they need to be monitored, as you said, 15 minutes every single yeah. 15 minutes. So it's just he kind of disappeared into thin air. Crazy. And was never found. There were never any real credible leads for them to even follow and the case has just been completely cold since then. It is bizarre that someone can like, somewhere where they check up on a baby 15 minutes, you have to imagine they would have some pretty strict like rules with people You would people think in. so, but apparently this hospital, they were just letting anyone wander in, taking babies. Yeah. So, Picking I mean, syringes. I'm kind of like, when they when I read the part about the mother the being lawsuit. awarded 600 yeah. grand, I'm like, good, because yeah. clearly it was negligence. Like, it should not be that easy to walk into a hospital yeah. and take a baby. I hope the nurses weren't, like, blamed because it seems like they were doing their job and, like, checking up on the kids every 15 minutes. But, like, there should be something where it's, like, you're checking the people that are coming into the fucking hospital. Yeah. Like, whenever we go to the hospitals, it's, like, you have to check in at the front desk no matter what you do. Mm. And that's, like, that, that's fucking stock standard. But yeah, so that is a rather sad one Mm. of a little baby that went missing and was never found. Yeah. But also it does kind of seem, you know, Tavish was African-American in the 90s. So it does bring into question, you know, missing white woman syndrome. Yeah. Was it a white baby? Did police give a shit enough Would more people have cared? Would the public have cared? Would there have been... You know, because everyone knows about the Lindenberg baby. Yeah, of course. He was a baby who was snatched and yeah. he was a white baby. Or even the, in Australia, the dingo baby. Again, a white baby. Mystery, yeah. That made international headlines. Yes. And yeah. Tavish Sutton was one that I had never heard of until today. Yeah. It does call into question that quite a bit. I mean, think of the countless cases we've gone over where it's like, 
you even just not even African American, but like homosexual, mm. even yeah, it's just, it's one of those things where like at the amount of cases we've gone through, it's definitely a thing. Hundred percent, and it's it's really sad and pathetic that that's where we were and still are. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's kind of shit. Yeah. That was what twenty, thirty years ago, and We'd, what's we changed? haven't really changed at all. Yeah, yeah. It's like gotten worse in some respects. Yeah. And gotten better in some respects, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But that pretty much wraps up our little on the rocks episode. Yeah. Um, we've got a little few, few more minutes if you want to just close out and give people our socials. Yeah. And whatnot. If you're new around here, you can follow us on social media. We are at the BSC podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I made my debut on the BSC TikTok this week. Yes. Someone left a comment saying, you look exactly like you sound. And I was like, thank you. It is, I don't know if that was a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. It is a weird sort of thing where it's like, is that a good thing? Because <laughs> it could literally be either like, oh, I always thought from your voice that you sounded like an elegant, beautiful woman and you look like an elegant, or they're That's- like, you sound like white trash and you also look like it too. I'd go with the first one. Thank you. I think you're a bit biased though. I do have pretty bad vocal fry, so maybe. But I don't think that's a bogan mm, thing. I don't know. Or an Australian hillbilly thing. I think it's just a, that's just a, a person by person thing. If you were the person that wrote that comment, please Elaborate. let me know either yeah. way because email us at. It's going <laughs> to keep me up at night. Email Whether us or inbox best us. Best of cold podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. We need clarification. Look, if it was an insult, that's fine. I'll yeah. take it. Whatever. I've got thick skin. Yeah. But I need to know because it will keep me up otherwise. So far, I've gotten two, I think, comments about my appearance. One was that my eyes are amazing. And the you second was nice that eyes. I look like Jesse Kempson. So, and that was enough to make me just quit fucking TikTok altogether. I was like, this is, I don't want to look like that at all. Don't. How do you spell his? I want to know. Jesse. So J J E. Okay. I'm pulling it up. So you just look nothing like him. Just for reference, Jesse Kempson is Maori, and I am also Maori. That's right. <laughs> which is just like you do literally I, look nothing I like know. him. So I was kind of like, are you just like looking at two va- like two pictures of like Polynesian guys and going, you guys look similar? Like not even. Yeah. Like a little bit. Maybe it was racist. He kind of looks like your dad a little bit too. He does, yeah. My dad looks way more moldy than I do because I have a mix of Maltese in me as well. But no, I don't see that at all. Yeah. It's like when people tell me I look like Saoirse Ronan and I'm like, thank you. I don't <clears throat> see it yeah. remotely, but that's really nice of you. Maybe you just don't want to really see pretty. it. Maybe, maybe you just need to... Maybe leave. I just have low self-esteem. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Um, Maybe I'll put a poll up. Maybe I'm... Am I that... We'll put, <laughs> we'll put one up asking if I look like this beautiful actress and then we'll put one up asking if you look like a murderer. <laughs> I don't want to... No. You look nothing like him. Thank God. Like but we should We should do that. We like should get him. celebrities and be like, vote on which one we look more like. Like the A, B... Because I get a lot of weird ones where I'm like, thank you so much because that person is stunning. Yeah. 
but I look nothing like it. <laughs> and I show you and sometimes you're like, yeah, n- no. Yeah. I got Victoria Pedretti, the chick love from you. And I was like, she's beautiful. So, I mean, I would No, love- I, I do get really? that slightly. I, don't it. I think it's more so in your mannerisms and your fashion style. Um, I see, and specifically love in you. Um, Thank you. Not the specifically murderous- when she's murdering people. No, no, like, but like, what I mean is the fashion <laughs> style yeah. kind of thing. But no, I get social Ronan a lot. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I should just take it as a compliment, but I yeah. just look at photos of her and I'm like, I don't, I don't see it. But anyway, this yeah. got really off track. Yeah. Anyway, so we are the BSC <laughs> podcast on all things social. Send us, we, we've, we, Laura has started doing the pet posting every, uh, every yeah, weekly Yeah, I can't promise it will well. be weekly. I'm going to stop yeah. saying I'm going to do it okay, every week. Okay. So Laura, she's not going to do it weekly, but we're going to do it. Still send me because I get yeah. to it eventually. Yeah. And we've gotten so many submissions as well. It's really cool. So keep sending your pet pics. If you've already submitted Please resubmit. Yep. You can never send us too many pet pics, even yep. if you don't want us to post it. These are send, fully, fully solicited. Send photos pet pics. of any your pet. pets. Any pet you have, even if you have a tarantula. The only cock pick I would ever accept. Hey, hey, yeah, get it? Yeah, yeah. If get you it? have a rooster, that'd be sick. Show us an actual rooster. Yeah, I don't, don't want any dick pics. Don't send dick pics. No unless dick pics. Just cock pics. Unless your pet's called Dick. And then you can send. Then you can send a dick pic. And that would be a pretty funny joke. That would be you can really be hilarious. like, "Here's my dick pic," and it's your cute. Dog. We would definitely share that. And you get like a prize. I don't know. Yeah, we you don't get our appreciation. You get, you get our respect, which is, which is severely underrated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, anyway. <laughs> all right. We're gonna wrap this shit up. Yeah, we will so- catch you guys on Wednesday. If you are listening to this on Friday, we hope you have a. Fabulous weekend and we'll catch you next week. And it's a short goodbye for the short show. Bye. Bye.